Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Aren't you thankful to be in the house this morning? Amen. Appreciate the opportunity to come to you this morning. Amen. Appreciate Pastor and Sister Boyd. Appreciate them allowing us to be here this morning to break the bread of life. Amen. Good to see everybody out this morning. I'm thankful, Brother Danny, to be here myself. Amen. Amen. Glad you didn't have church this morning without me. Amen, Sister Bird. Glad to be in the house. If you'll turn in your Bibles this morning to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 2 through 7. I don't know if you can see the little yellow ribbon. It says something about caution. Um, uh, Brother Danny told me, he said, uh, he said, you reckon somebody's playing a trick on Brother Boyd? They, I said, no. So he, I said, I'm preaching. He said, that makes sense then. Amen. Amen. I told him some people preach with talent, and I preach with props. Amen. So y'all bear with me. Ask God to help me. Honey would appreciate that, and I would too. So this morning, for a few moments, I'd like to talk to you about out of the abundance of caution. The church said out of the abundance of caution, amen, and that's what the yellow for. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 2 through 7 reads like this, To Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers and with pure conscience without ceasing our remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. He said in verse 5, When I call to remembrance the unfringed faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice. And he said, I am persuaded. Church said persuaded. persuaded. That is in ye in thee also. He said, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear. And the church said, The power of love and a sound mind. Join me in prayer this morning. And the church said, Amen, and you can be seated. Amen. Church say, Amen. Amen. This works real good for Brother Wayne if there's participation. Amen. We'll move right along down the road if you'll say some Amens. Amen. 
So for a few moments, we all want to talk to you about out of the abundance of caution. The Bible said in Numbers 23 and 19 that God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said it, and shall he not do it? Hath the spoken it, and shall, it not, shall he not make it good? I'm thankful that God's not a man. You know, sometimes, Sister Betty, men and women can let us down. Amen. But God said, whatever's in the book, Brother JT, you can rest, you can hang your hat on that, Brother Dare, because he's not a man that he should lie. Amen. I'm thankful. I don't know about y'all, Brother Kenny, but I hate for somebody to lie to me. Amen. I'd rather just tell me the truth. Let me get mad, and I'll get over it, Sister Melissa, but don't lie to me. Amen. And But I'm thankful for a God that from in to amen, Brother Jack, you can just trust God for it. Amen. He's just not the God, Sister Avis, of the Old Testament. He's just not the God of the New Testament. He's the God of the whole book. Amen. And I'm thankful to go to the church, Brother Jeremy, that they teach you the whole book. Amen. And Luke 1 and 37 said, For with God nothing, church say nothing, shall be impossible. Amen. I'm thankful for a God that takes the limits off. Amen. If we can believe it, Brother Pope, God can make it come to pass. Amen. Because God's not hiding in the corner, Sister Kathy, when something comes up into our life. God is still in control. Amen. Aren't you thankful for a God that can keep you from the devil? Amen. Amen. The devil can't even mess with us, Brother Jack, unless God gives him permission. Aren't you glad of that? Amen. I don't care how much, Sister Shannon, that he huffs and puffs. He can't blow this house down. Amen. Because we serve the true and living God. Amen. God don't take a vacation. Brother Wayne likes to take a vacation, Sister Townsend, but God never takes a vacation. Amen. And James 1 through 17 said, Every good and perfect perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Amen. I'm glad he's not wishy-washy. Sometimes honey will say, What do you think? I say, Oh, don't ask me that. Leave me alone. But I'm thankful for a God that he said his words forever settled in heaven. Amen. He said heaven and earth would pass away. Sister Peggy, before one, one of God's words would pass away. Amen. So we're fixing to get started. We want to talk out of the abundance of caution. Amen. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm so thankful, Brother Darrell, for that promise. Aren't you? I'm thankful that, that God can take care of your yesterday. God can take care of your todays, and God can take care of your tomorrows. Amen. Whatever you have need of, Sister Bird, we just need to talk to God. Amen. It's good to have brothers and sisters and family members. But, Brother Rich, I'm thankful for a God that still hears and answers prayer. I've often said this. I'm thankful for a God that whether I'm laying in bed and honey don't want to talk, I can talk to Jesus. Amen. Sister Jane, God don't ever say, he probably should, but he don't ever say, look at here, man, you just need to hush because you wear me out. But he ain't done that yet, Brother Justin, and if he ain't, I'm going to still talk to him. Amen. I like to talk to God going to work. I like to talk to him coming home. I like to talk to him on the weed eater. I used to talk to him on the mower, but Sister Danielle Honey's took the mower from me, so now I have the weed eater. Amen. Sometimes she complains, Sister Amy. I said, I can teach you how to weed eat. She said, no, no, I don't want to learn. Amen. But, uh, but anyway, I'm thankful for a God, and, and I'm just going to venture this air off the interstate here for just a minute. I'm thankful, Brother Larry, I don't have to go to somebody. 
Amen. I, I love Pastor. Don't get me wrong, and I appreciate all the three men of God or four men of God that we sat under, and I love Brother Boyd. I've always loved him. But I'm thankful. If I've got a problem, Sister Mary, I just talk to God. Amen. Amen. I just, I'm so thankful. I can sit there spinning around in my chair and talk to Jesus. Amen. I, I like the music, and honey don't like music, so when we ride, and that gives me a lot of time. Amen, Sister Joy, to do a lot of praying. Amen. Honey, I say, we'll be, I'll, I'll take a bunch, I'm just going to tell on her because I can. Um, I'll just take a lot of preaching sometime or singing or whatever and put it in the car, and after about an hour, she said, ain't you heard enough? Said, no, we just, we could be driving to Atlanta. We got about a five-and-a-half-hour drive, and I say, now, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, Sister Me, I said, I'm going to have a lot of time to listen to all this good singing and this good preaching, about an hour. We don't even make it hardly to Valdosta. And she says, ain't you heard enough? I love my honey. Amen. I'm thankful she puts up with me. Probably she didn't have me so well insured, she probably wouldn't. But we'll move on from that. But anyway, I want to talk to you some folks that, that really didn't pay much atten attention to the abundance of caution. Brother Kenny, these folks, there was a man called Elijah, and we all know the story. He told King Ahab, he said, according to my word. Come on now. He said, according, not to, not to Brother Polk's word or not to Brother Danny's word. Amen. He said, according to my word, it's just not going to rain. Amen. And God said, whoop, let's just turn it off. Man, I'm telling you, that's some power, ain't it, church? Uh, Man, I want to get drifting, but I, I just can't. But, but here's what I want to tell you. We got that same power. Hey, Amen. What I come to tell you this morning, is, is out the, can I just get you to, to out, out, get rid of the, out of the abundance of caution for just a little while, Sister Kathy? And let's think about a God that created everything by just speaking it into existence. Amen. And, and a God that wrote from Genesis all the way to Revelation. He gave us his spirit. The Bible said to lead us and guide us into all truth. Amen. He said, um, he, he said he's a comforter, amen, and, 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 and if he done it for them, Sister Sherry, God can do it for us. So I don't know, and I'd like to encourage y'all um, to maybe speak to the elements. Boy, that was a good time to say amen, but we'll try it again. I'll work you back up again in just a minute. But, but what I'm trying to tell you is because if God will do that for Elijah, Brother Kenny, he'll do that for us. But I... But I, I think sometimes we just get a little comfortable in our world. And then when something comes along, Sister Jenna, we get a little back up, and then we're ready to talk to God. But here's the thing. If we have an open dialogue all the time, Brother Jack, come on now. He said, if, he said, if you can ask it, you'll receive. He said, if you knock, I'll open it. If you seek, you'll find. If you ask, you'll receive. Ain't that, ain't that in the book? Now, he just didn't write that, Sister Donna, because he didn't need his space, because he didn't have nothing right in that space. Amen. Man, I'm excited. I'm excited. There also was a man called Elisha, and, and, and this will be for, oh, he, Brother Wayne's not here. So anyway, I'm trying to look around. Everybody's got good hairdos. I, I'll drag Brother Polk in this with me. He said Elisha was, was on his way to Bethel, and there were some kids making fun of his bald head. And the Bible says that he cursed them in the name of the Lord, and two she-bears come out of the woods and killed all 42 children. Amen, Sister Townsend. That's in the book. So here's what I'm trying to tell you. When's the last time you spoke to an animal? Now, me and Brother Danny believe they can hear you and believe what we say. Amen. I got a big lab at the house. I'm just telling you now, Brother Tyler, if we walk to the refrigerator in the shed, that big boy's coming. 
He knows there's something. He don't know where it comes from, Sister Betty, but there's something in that refrigerator. He wants it. He don't care if you walk out there and get a cold drink, Brother Jack. He thinks there's that treat's coming back, and he'll meet you all excited. Amen? And, and wouldn't it just be great if we had that much excitement? Come on now, church. Amen. He's just getting a little treat. We're getting to go to heaven, Sister Joy. Amen. We ought to be excited. We get to serve a God that he's not a God far off. He don't take vacation. He's not over there talking to Brother Darrell and he can't hear me. Amen. If we all started praying right now, talking to God, God wouldn't send the bank and say, whoa, whoa, y'all got to slow down. God just says, just keep talking. Just keep talking. He said somewhere in the Bible says you have not because you ask amiss. But I'll keep moving on. He said also, and I thought about Brother Kenny when the Lord gave me this guy. And, I, and I'm not trying to put Brother Kenny's business out on the street, so I'll just say it anyway. I think they have a place on the river. Is that the Swanee River, Brother Kenny, that you have? Now, I don't know. Is it as wide at your house as it is down at Clay Lane and where I live at? Pretty close, ain't it? It's pretty, um, pretty wide. Have you ever thought, y'all have a back porch? I'm just going to talk to Brother Kenny for just a minute. I, I got a few minutes. Do you have, because I like the, the river. I'm trying to work myself into your planogram there, but... Do you have a porch on the back of your house? You do. And how far is that from the back porch to the river? Don't be modest. Just go ahead and tell us. Good gosh almighty. 30, 40 feet? Me and honey. Did I? Never mind. So, but here's my question, Brother Kenny. Um, okay. Here, here's my question. Have you ever just picked up a stick in the yard walked out to the river and stretched your hand across that thing and said, divide, I want to walk across to the other side. Brother Rich, he, he's kind of getting a little stuttery on me now. Ain't he? But, but hey, have you ever tried that, Brother Kenny? But you believe God can do that, right? Because it's in the book. Because he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Come on, church. Now, I, I read somewhere, this, this guy called Elisha, somebody was complaining to him about this guy had borrowed an axe, and he was chopping down, and it fell in the river. Yeah, I, I, and and he said, he said, uh, man, I borrowed that thing. I need my axe head back. So I think the man of God just took a stick and threw it on the water and the iron. <laughs> Y'all know where I'm going with that, don't you, Brother JT? What I'm saying is, is and, and I'm not, I, I know it sounds humorous, but it is real. It is real. But the thing is, and, and, and Brother Kenny don't mind me using him, but, but, but it, I believe it would work. Because God's no respecter person, Sister Amy. Amen? We just think, well, this just couldn't happen. But it won't happen if you just keep it on the inside. We got to let it out, out of here, get out there. You got to speak things into existence. Because you think about Elijah just said king. He walked to the king and said, look at here, buddy. We're, we're drying this thing up. All this sin in the country, we're through with this. Amen? I wonder what President Trump would say if me and Brother Danny walked into the White House and just put our foot down. Probably he'd probably think the same thing old King Ahab thought. But when the waterworks got turned off, oh Ahab started looking for the man of God then. So what I'm trying to tell you is, church, we serve the same God. Amen. I don't know about y'all, but I, I, I like to, don't you like to try God? Sister Jenna, don't you just like to try God? Don't you just, and I said this earlier, but don't you just like to pick up something? Let me, I'm just kind of drifting here for just a minute. Do y'all ever walk out in the yard and, and see a leaf over an ant bed and, and move the leaf out of the ant bed's way? Oh, no. Really? 
Y'all don't, okay, we'll talk about that in another service. But sometimes, you know, I'll be out outside working, and I'll, you know how there'll be the little ant beds, and there'll be a leaf or a stick in their way, but those little ants don't quit. So, Danielle, they don't, they don't quit. They, somehow they figure out a way to get around that stick, right? I mean, they, they just don't get mad and quit. Probably most of us, you know, when there's some hindrance in our way, God probably ain't the first person we call, Sister Jane. We just turn to the arm of the flesh, and we just say, well, we just do it ourselves. And if you like Brother Wayne, Sister Kathy, that's really when you start getting in trouble. Amen. See, Sister Betty, the thing is, I just reach down there and take a little pine needle or something and move that leaf out of the way or that stick out of the way. Boy, them ants just come in and out. Boy, they ain't got no hindrance then. Ain't nothing to stop them. I wonder how many times, Sister Melissa, God just reaches his hand down and moves things out of my life that I never recognize and I never give God credit for, Sister Townsend, that he just reaches down and says, Listen, listen here, knucklehead, you can't deal with this, but I'm just going to move it right on out of the way. Brother Jack, I'm thankful for all the prayers that I never prayed, that I never prayed. Amen. And, I, and, and you know, I know in the book of Malachi, God said, prove me. Now, most of us folks that's sitting in this congregation this morning, if I told you that I thought I felt pretty confident from here to the stop sign I could outrun Brother Jeremy, most of y'all would want to see that. Amen. It was a good time to say amen, church. Amen. Brother Jeremy's wanting to see that himself. Amen. But anyway, I told him, I said, I've been calling you out. I want you an amen out of you every now and then. He's, he just smiles. That's a smile in this young man. I want to hear some words out of it. But anyway, I'm drifting. But here's what I'm telling you. God said, prove me with your tithes and your offering, church. Aren't you thankful for a God, Brother Leonard, that don't run and hide somewhere? Amen. Because if I told Brother Jeremy that I could beat him, you know, Sister Danielle, he'd say, you got to prove that thing, old man. Amen? We're going to put our sneakers on, and we're fixing to run. And Brother Wayne said, oh, I think I got a cramp in my leg. But see, God never gets a cramp in his leg, amen? God's not scared. He said he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind, amen? Amen. So, so anyway, um, we're talking about out of the abundance of caution, amen? And so I want to talk to you real quickly about a man called Peter. And we all know the story about Peter. He was an experienced fisherman. Um, and, and, and if anybody knew the water, well, Larry, Peter ought to knew the water, amen. I, I, I love the story where, you know, Peter, uh, Jesus asked him, said, have you caught anything? And he said, you know, we've told all night and we've caught nothing. Y'all remember that story in the Bible, Brother Kevin? And, and Jesus said, well, you just got to throw your net on the right side, amen. Aren't you thankful for the right side of God, amen? Because, you know, even if it's the left side, Brother Polk, it's still the right side of God, Amen. And, and, and the Bible said when he threw it on the right side, Sister Peggy, he said he had to get some help from his friends to get all the fit. Y'all ain't with me yet, but we're going to get there, amen. What I'm trying to tell you is, church, is this man was an experienced fisherman, amen. And so Matthew 14, 22, and 32 reads like this, and it said in straightway, Oh, I'm sorry. I, I got ahead of myself. I, I need to tell y'all a quick little story right here, Sister Mia. It, uh, I, I heard a, a gentleman on the YouTube preaching about something. He said, you hear what you are listening for. Amen. Have you ever heard a song, and then some years later you hear it again, and say, man, I've heard that song somewhere else. Amen. Because you, you were listening. Amen. It really don't do. I mean, I've heard of people doing it, but you know, it really don't do no good to to if you was watching TV or whatever to turn the sound down. 
because you really want to hear what them people are saying, Brother Kenny. Amen. Now, I've been around some people. I'd like to reach up there and turn their volume down, but that's a different story. But what I'm telling you about, this preacher was saying that there was him and a friend of his was in the heart of New York City. There was horns are blowing and up and down the street, Brother Jeremy. And, and he said, man, do you hear that? And the preacher said, what are you talking about? He said, you hear them crickets? He said, man, do you hear them cars and them horns and all them people walking by us and talking and pushing and shoving? And you hear crickets? He said, man, you didn't hear them crickets? He said, man, I ain't heard no crickets. He said, I think they're right here. And said, so he walked over to a planter and there was a plants growing there and said he picked it up and said here's a cricket he said you hear what you're listening for you hear what you're listening for and I thought about that when that preacher said that sister Sherry I said man that's so powerful that's just so powerful because see the thing is is God speaks like I'm doing with you this morning but you know when I read the Bible brother Kenny God speaks to me amen I'll tell you the truth, and, and I don't mean this to be humorous, Brother JT, but God speaks to me when I'm sweeping or I'm outside washing my car. You know, some of, I got this from a lady on the radio. She said this on the radio out of the abundance of caution. And I thought, my, my, my. You know, as a Christian, Brother Danny, I don't know how you apply this to my life as talking about faith. Because, you know, we got to believe that God is, and he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Amen. And so, so anyway, Matthew 14, 22 and 32 said, And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up into the mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone, and the ship was now in the midst of the sea tossed with waves. For the wind was very contrary, was contrary, I'm sorry. And in the fourth watch, which was between three and six a.m. in the morning of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them and said, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come on the water. And Jesus just said, Come. And when Peter was, on, was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to Jesus. And we've all heard that story. Sister Shannon, and I don't know about y'all, but, but I've always wanted to walk on the water. Amen. I heard a preacher, an evangelist say one time, said every time he takes a shower, he tries to walk on the water. He said he practices every time he's in the shower. Amen. Now, I don't know about y'all, Brother Kenny, when you ever get out on the boat, do you ever just step off in Jesus' name? I'm sorry, Brother Kenny, I got to leave you alone. Amen. <laughs> Brother Kenny's going to run me back to chief and I don't leave him alone. But anyway, here's what happened to old Peter. See, his five senses kicked in. Amen? Because here, here's what happens, at least in Brother Wayne's life. And my first name is Thomas, by the way, so Brother Rich, I'll go ahead and declare that right up front. But it says the five senses is you see it, you hear it, you smell it, you touch it, or you taste it. Most of the time we can believe that. Amen? Amen? Ain't that what Thomas said? He said, I ain't going to believe you come back unless I can put my hands in his hand and in his feet. I just ain't going to in his side. I'm just not going to do that. I've got a little bit of that in me sometimes. When, you know, and I feel like God's telling me to go witness to somebody, Brother Jack, or that I can trust God on certain things, or, or I feel the, the push, Brother Justin, that God wants me to give a little bit more. Amen? I don't know about y'all, but when he gets into my check count, Brother Darrell, I get a little nervous. 
Amen? But here's the thing. You can trust God with your finances. Brother Kevin, if you can trust God with your soul, you can trust God with everything. If you believe that he went away to prepare a place for us, Sister Townsend, we can trust God in everything. Amen? I'm confident everybody that's sitting in this house this morning, Sister Betty, has experienced the greatness of God, has had a workable, notable miracle in their life. Can I tell you, if you don't go through something, Sister Bird, you will never have a testimony. Amen. Aren't you thankful for a testimony? Amen. It's one thing to tell about what God done for somebody else or what God done in the Bible, Sister Joy, but it's another thing when God done something for you. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful for But see, but faith don't have five senses. It's just got one sense, and that's Jesus. Amen. See, you just got to believe it because it's the Word. I, I believe in my heart of hearts, Sister Peggy, that what Peter stepped out on was the Word of God. Because he said, he said if, it's, if it's really you, bid me come. Jesus just said, come. He just took a step. Because you know why? Because he heard. huh? He was listening for what he heard. He heard the voice say, Come. Obviously, there was people in the boat, Brother Jeremy, that didn't hear that same word that said come. They should have all come out of that boat. Have you ever talked to somebody, witnessed to somebody about how the good God has been to you, and they look at you like you're on crazy? Huh? They look at you like, man, you out your flipping mind. I'm so thankful I go to a church that believes God can do everything. I'm so thankful. I'm just trying to stay behaving right now, Brother. I am. I just want to. But when he saw the winds that was boisterous, he was afraid and began in the sink. He cried, Lord, save me. Now, Brother Jack, the great thing about this, when he said, Lord, save me, the next verse in 31 said, and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him. Brother Darrell, he was that close to Jesus, and Jesus was that close to him. Aren't you thankful for a God that won't walk behind you? And he won't walk ahead of you, but he'll be in you and you can be in him. Aren't you thankful for that? Aren't you thankful for a God that says, whatever you need, just ask. If you knock, he said, I'll open. If you ask, you'll receive. If you seek, you'll find. I'm thankful for that God. Amen? I'm thankful. I'm, I'm just, it really makes me wonder what those folks in the boat just didn't hear. I wonder how many people sit in a congregation that are hurting in their body or in their mind or in their finances that won't get up out of the pew because the Bible says, Sister Jenna, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. It don't say, I must be real careful here, Brother Jack, I don't get myself in trouble. It don't say that about singing. It don't say that about worshiping. It don't say that about giving, Sister Tanner. He said, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. The more words you get on the inside of you, I believe the more faith you're going to have. Amen? Because here's the thing, Brother Kenny. We believe that if God done it for them, God's no respect a person. God will do it for us. Amen? So we're talking about out of the abundance of caution. I would like to skip there for just a second. I'll try to. Y'all remember the story about the five talents, the two talents, and the one talent. We all have heard that story, Brother Jerry, and, and, and I know y'all know it, so I'm not going to waste a lot of time here, but I just is something curious to Wayne. Um, 
the Lord, and the Bible said that the Lord gave to every man according to his several ability and straightway and took his journey. Aren't you thankful, Sister Mary, God will put no more on you than you can bear? Amen. Amen. He said he knows your limitation. Now, the devil will whisper in your ear and say, Now, Brother Larry, you've had all you can stand, son. You know, you had it better out in the world than you got it in here. You didn't have all. Oh, yeah, we had all those problems. Had a lot more problems. Now we serve a God, Sister Sherry, that can take, do more than just here. He can take care of the problem. Aren't you thankful for that? And it said, you know, I've often heard this. Not that I've, I'm going to have to find uh, Brother Kenny again, if you don't mind, him or Brother Jack. But, you know, I've never had much money. But I heard a man tell me one time, he said, scared money never makes money. Boy, that was a good time to say amen. Huh? Because here's the thing about scared money, Brother Rich. You won't never spend it if, if you're scared you're going to lose it. Is that right? Amen. And why you reckon people spend all that money on buying lottery tickets? They just believe it. Have you ever heard that slogan? It's going to happen to somebody. Somebody's going to win. But when it comes to God, we don't do that about faith. Amen. Because here's the thing. If Brother Pope prays for me and, and God don't heal me, that ain't Brother Pope's fault. But it is Brother Pope's fault if God spoke to him to come to me and pray for me and he don't. But the devil is saying, now, look here, Brother Pope. That man don't want you to mess his hair up, so don't put your hands on him. Huh? Amen. Or, or, you know, don't put no oil on him because he's allergic to oil. See, the thing is, Sister Jane, the devil will tell you anything to keep you from exercising your faith. Out of the abundance of caution, Brother Darrell, because it's really easy for Brother Pope to say, you know, I bet that guy would be mad if I messed up his hairdo. And he don't know that I'm praying over here asking God, send somebody. God, I need something. I need a word from you. I, I, I believe you, but God, help my unbelief. Amen. Because the Bible said, Sister Gussie, the devil goes about, but the, come on now, help me out. Kill, steal, and destroy so if it don't line up with the word, Brother JT, it's the devil. Amen. So, so, so scared money never makes money. So, Brother Darrell, if you want to grow your business, you've got to invest in your business. Is that right? Amen. Now, if you, you can stay small and, and keep it all in one little corner. And we can do that with our walk with God, Brother Danny. We can just worry about ourselves, put God in a little box, and God will be in that little box. But if you decide to put God in this big old assembly, say, that's the kind of God that I serve, Sister Sherry. The Bible says there's nothing impossible to those that believe. Now, I don't know about on this side of the bridge, but on that side of the bridge where I live at, Sister Melissa, nothing means nothing. Right? Nothing's impossible to those that believe. That's why the devil attacks our faith so greatly. Amen, Brother Jack. Because, see, if he can convince you that God can't heal you, then you won't pray, and you won't exercise your faith. But I don't know about y'all, but I want to keep reaching, Sister Betty. I want to keep pushing. Amen. I want to keep fasting. I want to keep reading more of his word. I told honey, I said, I, I, said, I want to just get closer to God. So I don't know about y'all, folks, but I've kind of looked around the last few months. This, amen. It just lets you realize things can change in just a moment, Sister Danielle. Amen. I need God every moment of the day.
But this is what it said in Matthew 25, 18 and 19. He says, but he that had received one went and digged in the earth, hid his Lord's money, and he said, after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoned with them. Sister Jane, can I tell you that there's coming a reckoning day one day? Amen? All those people that you see when you're on your way to church is out doing other things, there's a reckoning day coming. Sister Betty, there's a reckoning day coming for me and you. When the books are going to be opened and we're going to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Oh, my, 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 my. It won't matter, Sister Kathy, what we had to go through down here. Amen? It ain't going to matter one thing, Brother Kenny, because we're going to be on the other side worshiping Jesus forever and ever. Amen. And the best, not the best part, but one of the bestest parts is the devil won't be there to aggravate us. Sister Davis, he's not even going to be allowed. Amen? But this is what he said. He said, he said, this is what the Lord told the other two servants. Talking about the one that had the five, and we know he doubled it. The other one that had the two, we know they doubled it. In Matthew 25 and 21, this is what the Lord said. He said unto them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. He said, I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou in to the joy of the Lord. Now, Brother Dale, ain't that encouraging? He said, you've just been faithful over a few things, but I'm going to make you ruler over many things. That's just like the God, ain't it? Just like the God we serve. You know, you just, you just give a little bit, and God just makes it keep growing. <laughs> Have you ever looked in your checking account and got more money in there than you thought you had? And you run around and try to figure out, and you just, just, God just makes it grow. Have you ever been and walked to the post office and got your check out, and you think, man, that's just what I need for this time right now. Have you ever had a, a headache or a toothache or something, and you just laid your hands on it, and you prayed for it, and God just touched it? Amen. Saved you a doctor bill. Amen. By the grace of God, we drive a car that's got almost, it's got to have probably over 400, uh, Toyota Prius has got maybe 400,000 miles on it. I'm thankful for that, church. By the grace of God, Sister Amy, we ain't had to make a payment on that in a long time. Amen? So, so, so this is what the Lord said. He said, man, he said, you've been a faithful servant. Now you can enter into the joy of the Lord. Remember, we're talking about out the abundance of caution. And I also said that scared money never makes money. Amen? And we'll talk about that later. Matthew 25 and 24 through 30 reads like this. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And he said, and I was afraid. Now we just read back in verse 7 that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So when you go see whoever it is, whether it's the banker, the doctor, the lawyer, and your next-door neighbor, your mama, your daddy, your brother or sister, and they give you a bad word. Just remember that, Sister Jane, that God didn't give you the spirit of fear. Amen, church. But power, love, and a sound mind. He said, And I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thy hast is thine. Here it is. Here it is. I'll tell you what the Lord's response was. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reaped where I sowed not, and gathered where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received my own with usury. 
You know, you would have thought, Brother Jerry, the, the, the guy would have said, man, I appreciate you being careful with my money. I appreciate you looking out for my money. I appreciate you not losing my money. But that ain't what he said, Brother Jack. That ain't what he said. He said, thy wicked and slothful servant. He said, you knew. Good place to say amen right there. He said, you knew. He said, take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto everyone that hath shall be given, and he shall have an abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even which he hath. And this is what he said. And he said, cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Sister Joy, I can see where that could play in today. Amen. I can see where it's very easy for me and you. But Jerry to say, you know, God, I know you called me to do something. I just don't know what it. <laughs> Amen. I don't know about y'all, church, but I got a burning inside of me. Amen. I, I, I just, I know God wants us to do something as a body of believers, church. It's more, Brother Danny, than just coming to church. It's more than singing some songs and raising our hands. Because there's a lost and dying world out there, church. And I'm telling you, church, the Bible said that we're epistles, we're open epistles, read and known of all men. People's reading my life, Brother Polk, and people's reading your life. They're, the only way they may see Jesus, Brother Jack, is in my life and your life, Sister Avis. Amen. And he said, And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I so want to go to heaven. Real quickly, when my mother got older, my dad had passed away first. And when my mother got older, she had to go stay with my sister. Um, <laughs> we was poor. Uh, we was poor most of our life. When you're poor and other people's poor, you don't know you're poor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's true. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being poor. Amen. I mean, uh, we know by the grace of God we had food and we had lies, and it was okay, no big deal. And, uh, but it makes you appreciate, Sister Bird, what God's done for you today. Amen. It really does. Um, so anyway, I, you know, Mama had, I know y'all probably never done this on this side of the bridge, but on, on where we lived at, um, you know, if you had a butter bowl, when you got through with the butter bowl or the Cool Whip bowl, that just become a bowl in the house. You know, they didn't go to the landfill. That become a cereal bowl or a soup bowl. Some of y'all agree with me. I'm with y'all with me a little bit right there. You know what I'm saying? And and we was so poor, and, and I don't mean, because I love my mama now. I, I love my mama. Um, you know those trays that your meat come in? You know those trays, your meat trays? Mama kept them. We had regular plates. We had paper plates. And she, I said, Mama, why do you keep them? She said, well, you just never know. You just never know. I said, Mama, it's just a tray. If I could get the musicians to come. I'm, I'm trying to wrap this up. I've kept you a long time. I said, Mama, it's just a tray. But see, my mama come through the Depression. Brother Kenny. See, my mama was never one of those ladies that, that went to Burdines and bought a bunch of clothes, a bunch of shoes, and a bunch of purses. My mama was very basic. When you see mom, Sharon gets on to me all the time because because Brother Jack, when I leave the house, man, you ain't no telling what Brother Wayne might have on. I, it ain't indecent. I'm not saying it, but I might have an orange shirt and a green pair of pants. It just don't make a hoot to me. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm decent. I'm not telling you I'm not. But my point is that I must have got that from Mama because, because see, she never forgot, Brother Darrell, going through those hard times. 
out of the abundance of caution. Out of the abundance of caution, Sister Davis, Mama saved that kind of stuff. Because she could remember, Sister Joy, what it was like when she didn't have any of that kind of stuff. Could I get you to stand? Church, are you like me? Can you remember where God brought you from? Do you ever just stand in awe about where God's brought you from and what God's done for you? And what a great God we serve. And, and I would truly tell you if I lay down and die tonight, he's brought me so far. Brother Kenny, he's been so good. He's blessed us. I would tell you that every word that we've ate, God's backed it up. He's never left me. I've had things and some, we've all had situations and problems. But that gives us such a great testimony, Sister Jane. Because, see, it ain't me, Sister Amy. I heard a guy say one time, if there's anything good in me, Brother Jack, it's God. Aren't you thankful for God that said he'll never leave you nor forsake you? Could I encourage you to lift your hands, stretch them toward heaven, and let's pray to such a great and wonderful God. Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church.